0: Really it is, you know, I mean, I've
1: never really been a radio person, like, it, it just, I don't, I like to listen to what I want to listen to, and, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of closed-minded, I mean, not closed-minded, but, like, I have, I listen to what I listen to, and there's, I don't stray too far outside of music. Right, I mean, um, the same
0: way here, I mean, I've been listening to the same classic rock station since I was, like, three years old, and I'm now yeah. 31, so, you can do the math Jesus on that. Jesus Christ. I mean, and it's the same DJs from when I was a kid. Damn, you're old. I know, damn, I'm old. But (laughs) what is interesting is that classic rock back then is not the classic rock now. It's like the rock and roll that was new when I was a little kid is now the classic rock and roll that they're playing. But they also play the really old classics, so like the classic of the classic. I mean like The Doors and Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, those are the classic classics. But now... They'll play like
1: Nirvana's Nirvana. classic now.
0: Pearl Jam is classic. <laughs> Metallica is classic. You know you know, it, AC, you know
1: go, Going off the rails here. Uh, right, right. Got to bring yeah, it back in. Yeah, yeah. It is speaking of the number thirty-one, your age. Right. That is the number of days in the month of December. Wow, I'm connecting that is, here. That is what a segue. What
0: a segue. And we are talking classic things or classic uh, material in. Sure,
1: in a way. Yeah, yeah. In a way. A lot of, so yeah, we're we're you know this episode of the Cinema Discovery Project, right? Uh, you know this is this going to come out right before Christmas time and uh, the day of Christmas, uh, the, the S- Saturday right before, and uh, we decided you know we would kind of have a, a little open discussion about uh, what we kind of classify what 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 makes up a Christmas film right. or a holiday film and. Uh, maybe have a little bit of a debate about certain certain films that I think this time of year get debated about in that in that realm and uh then we'll talk about some of our favorites and and you know just have a little fun conversation here uh nothing too uh
0: strenuous right um, it's not going to be our lecture format as always we're not going to be yeah no, no, we're the, not
1: we're not going to be educating today no enough. we're not <laughs> going into
0: the history of hollywood and its history with holiday films and christmas films which does go back decades and decades and decades and yeah, pe- people are still p- enjoying them now i mean that's our oh, classic yeah. connection
1: we're we're gonna put our phds aside yes yes our fake our, phds our, on doct- aside. our
0: doctorates in cinema history which
1: don't oh, really God.
0: exist which we got it's, we got yeah. it the old-fashioned way by watching, just, movies. watching
1: movies, <laughs> yeah. just watching movies reading books but you know special feature stuff but you know uh before we get too far ahead uh I am Stephen Billings, and with me is the boss, uh, Andrew Cabral. How you doing? Nice.
0: D- doing well. Um, getting getting closer and closer to the holidays, and I'm a little bit of a Scrooge when it comes to the holiday season. I don't know what it is, Stephen. I don't know if I've gotten jaded or more pessimistic in my old age. It doesn't have the same magic as it used to for me, and I see a lot of people wrapped up in the magic, and I almost feel jealous. <laughs> I feel jealous that I don't feel it. Why it's not I, that my I, heart's cold, but it's just – it doesn't have it anymore. I don't know what it is.
1: Well, you know, I mean thing about Christmas, man, is – and it's always been this way really uh, is – okay, look, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but even as as kids, we kind of almost look at Christmas as just about getting presents. and well, yeah. And, you know yeah. – It only gets worse as the technology gets greater and more and more gadgets and things that people want and need to consume uh, get put out there and in your face. And the internet also puts it all in your face. And Amazon's like the greatest thing ever. And it allows you to buy anything you want. Yeah.
0: uh, You don't even have to leave the house anymore to buy gifts for people. I
1: mean, mean, for me, I tell people, I tell people this all the time. It gets to, I'm like, look. You don't have to buy me anything. I, it's Christmas all year for me. I'm buying shit for myself all the time. To you don't even have uh, to get me anything. Uh,
0: the, uh, <laughs> you say that, and the interesting thing is, I think the older I've gotten, the more difficult it is to buy for me. So I just tell people, just give me yeah. money, and I'll buy things. I'll buy. I know you.
1: I know you want to feel good getting me something that I like or something that I expect. But I'm telling you, if you just give me money, I'm going to love you for it.
0: Right. I mean, just give me an
1: Amazon gift card and I can go get something.
0: Nobody knows me better than myself, and nobody knows what I like better than myself, and nobody knows what I have better than myself. So, you know, just cutting through all the red tape and all the the hoops and whatnot, and just, you know, let me get what I want to get myself, you know, things that I've been (laughs) putting off or whatnot. I mean, it is a rather selfish holiday, but it's also supposed to be a holiday about. You know, family and togetherness and wow, really? thankful and all that stuff. It is. I'm, gl-
1: I'm glad that you uh, agree with that.
0: I I sort of agree with that, <laughs> I guess, because
1: <laughs> that plays into some some discussion later. It but, does.
0: I mean that. I mean that's what the holiday is. Some. Is yeah. For you know, me.
1: if I'm if I'm going down to my sentimental side, if I'm switching to right. my sentimental side, which I am a sentimental person, and, and that obviously will play into our discussion too, is that you know, yeah, I, I like to look at Christmas as a time of year for family and to reflect on what I'm th- also like. Thanksgiving also think about what I'm thankful for and, and like to make people happy by giving to them. And, you know, I wish I had more money to give more, but I don't, right. to get things for people to make people happy, but I don't. Yeah. I mean, cause I spend it all on myself throughout yeah, the year. There, so
0: there's a self, <laughs> there's a selfless aspect to myself. And there's also a selfish aspect to myself that I'm constantly yes. fighting, you know, with battling yes. with. Um, Yes, it's
1: it's not it's not easy. uh, You know, I mean, it's
0: not. And and it's just, you know, it's something that you get older, you just you think about a lot more and whatnot. Uh, But it's also for many people, it's a very religious holiday. Some people take it take that uh, aspect of it very, very seriously. Some don't. And I think both of them can get, you know, both sides of that argument can get get something out of it now. I mean, it's not a religious thing for me anymore. Um, it was when I was younger, but not so much now. And it, it, it hasn't really, it still doesn't lose that essence that we're talking about. And, yeah. and, but when it comes to movies, which is, you know, what this podcast is all about, uh, me and Steven are a little different in, in our definition of what is considered a holiday movie and what may not be considered a holiday movie. I'm a more, uh, I have a more loose definition than Steven does. And Steven has a more, definitive definition or you know his version of a definition Well,
1: see okay well, let, and,
0: and, and, and it all comes down to die hard it all comes well, back die, to that. die hard's
1: always look look
0: that okay. that's the main crux of the argument for let, many let's, many let's,
1: people let me let me let me just thanks for setting me up here yeah and, um, and
0: Stephen, take it away
1: yeah okay look <laughs> look I, we we all know this, this is something that's said all the time film is subjective You can think what you want. Everybody's got their own opinion. Everybody, nobody's really wrong or right about anything. It's all up to the to the beholder. You know. That being said, I'm not particularly on board with Die Hard as a Christmas movie. And look, I'll be honest with you. And 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 I've talked about this with my friends. We and for years now, I've been so passionate about. Die Hard not being a Christmas movie, and every year I get so sick of seeing the conversations and the articles, and it seems like this year it's even worse, where the studio's even behind it, and they're like cutting trailers, and they're like, like Jesus, this is just killing me. But let me tell you something. I've I've read through articles, I've seen both sides of it, I've seen arguments on both sides, I've had my own arguments. Uh, I'll say this year, I don't know if it's just that I'm I'm tired or I'm being I'm softening but I, I'll give in so, somewhat here. Like I think Die Hard is a Christmas movie to a point. But it's not it's not it's not my version. It's not what I like to see in Christmas movies. Just put it that way. It's not I I prefer, you know, like I said as in my sentimentalness uh uh, something a little bit more f- family oriented. I look at the Christmas genre as a branch off the family film. You know, it's something that everybody can watch, that everybody can come together and watch, and that's part of the themes. I think the Christmas movie, at its core, you know, any kind of subgenre like a Christmas film, which is a very small thing, uh, it has to come down to its themes more than its aesthetics or its things like that to define it. I think that the themes are what define it, and I don't think Die Hard fully develops them themes, uh, and that's just me. I, 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 at first, when we talked about doing this episode, I really wanted to come in here and just be like, scream at Andrew for no reason about not thinking it's a. But you know what? I'm softened a little bit. Look, I want people. I, if if there was, if it was a shitty movie, I would, I, I, I would never give in. But Die Hard's an awesome movie, and I, you know I, I shouldn't be mad. You know I, I like the movie. I just don't particularly look at it as a movie I'm thinking about watching at Christmas time. But Andrew, what speak, speak?
0: Well, I'm, to gl- me. I, I'm glad that you got that all all off of your chest, all out there in the open now, because it, it is a hot button thing. And I mean, people—I don't know if they have serious arguments about it or don't oh, have serious they arguments do. about it but i i don't take those arguments too seriously for me like i'm not going to fight somebody i'm not going to fight steven if he doesn't think it's a if he doesn't think it's a christmas movie to him or a holiday movie to him i'll say this um when it comes to my perspective on holiday movies i kind of view it as a wi- a more wide open genre that has i think evolved over time to encompass many other genres within it yeah you know what i mean in the sense that you can have the family movie aspect to it you can have the comedy aspect, animation. Of course, they made animated movie, animated Christmas films and holiday films and whatnot. But you've also had kind of the other outliers that are uh, movies that are from like the horror genre that you could sure. consider, you know, quote unquote Christmas or holiday movies. Things like Black Christmas or even and, the Gremlins or Christmas Evil or something like that. Or and, and have, that's you know, and that's
1: where I can't argue. You know what I mean? Like it's like I. I i can't sit here and argue every so you know every movie that fits the category possibly right because so, there's somebody could have a good point for a lot of them like like krampus you know that doesn't krampus, necessarily yeah. scream my type of christmas movie but i can't deny that it's kind of fits it i mean it, it's it was made to be that kind of movie yeah, I mean, it, it's about something that you know that's dealing with christmas but and, and in a religious way, but not American religion, of course, it, right. or folklore or whatever, you know. Yeah,
0: it's more of taking the folklore of Christmas and, you know. From a, from another culture, from another right, culture. Right. And, and bringing you it, know, yeah. Christmas has a, its origins in in folklore and things like that. And I believe it's German folklore. I haven't really yeah, Ger- done my yeah, research. Is, yeah. uh, but it's like I was saying, you know, you have movies like um, Bad Santa, which is a really dark, C- comedy that also has familial themes in it. You know what yeah. I mean. And it, but it's like you know, it's it's about a drunk guy who's playing a mall Santa, pulling off you know heists at malls and stuff like that. But yeah, you know, yeah. at you know, he ends up finding like some type of familial connection with this boy who's basically alone. Um, and and also you have the action, you know, almost film noir type movies like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which takes place. Centered around Christmas time, where you have literally Michelle Monaghan is you know dressed up in a, a an attractive you know sexy you know Mrs. Claus outfit and whatnot, and it's like yeah, I mean hey! he's he's
1: like stealing a present for his kid at the very beginning. Of yeah, the movie. I mean like it
0: literally takes place <laughs> on there, and and then and for me, basically my basic qualifications is that it has to take place during the holiday. You know, it's got to have some reference to. Um, christmas or direct reference to it somebody has to you know give someone presents or gifts or things like that when it comes to die hard i mean it literally takes place during a a you know an office christmas party um christmas uh,
1: eve party yeah christmas
0: Christmas eve Eve party party. or something (laughs) and and the irony of it all is that i had this 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 um connection with steven when we were Deciding what to do about this episode, and you know John McClane is going to California to be with his family for Christmas. So there's a sure. family element there. Uh, sure, you know, he's but, it, but it's, very it's very thin. It's very thin. It's very it, thin. It's it's taking the pr- it's taking the setting of Christmas and creating an action film set around it, a la like Lethal Weapon does, yep. like s- the same thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, Lethal Weapon. So, so I watched a little bit of Lethal Weapon the other night, and it starts off with a Christmas song. I think it even Jingle Bells. I think it might have been, and then it goes, it fades from Jingle Bells into a woman in a hotel room naked, and then she's like, does blow, and then she kills herself. So it's like that is the opening of Lethal Weapon. that, That is like so super Christmas.
0: I Wait, people, uh, if you didn't hear a, the it,
1: sarcasm in my voice, yeah. yeah,
0: it can be a lonely holiday for for many. <laughs> sure, yeah, it's actually. I mean, I mean, I, this is no. It's off it's track. part
1: of the themes of Riggs in the movie. He has yeah. a depression, of course, because well, his wife his wife died.
0: So. For a lot of people, though, the holidays can be a very depressing yeah, time, yeah, definitely, especially if you don't have strong connections with your family or friends or. You know, loved ones and whatnot, it, it's gonna be a very depressing time, kind of like, you know, other I, holidays look, too.
1: I, I guess the, the way I can say it is once again, like everybody who likes these movies as Christmas movies, like for me, I had for me, Christmas movies, it's about a feeling that I want to have, and that's happy stuff, not shit. Right. I mean, the, that somebody getting shot in the face or that that to me. Falls that takes it away from the Christmas feeling that I want to know. Oh from, right, for that type of movie, it's not you like
0: know? I mean, Gremlins is not delving into real Christmas themes. There, there is that one really just depressing monologue by isn't Phoebe Cates is is the girl in that I movie? I think so. Yeah, yeah, she that's has this not one I've about, watched a lot. Uh, she so. has the one about you know her father you know dressed up as Santa Claus one Christmas and then got stuck in the chimney and died. I mean, it's not that's yeah. not an upper story. No. I mean, it's also a movie about like little creatures morphing into like demonized creatures and terrorizing a town. Uh, but it happens. Yeah. During yeah. Christmas. yeah uh, I mean, you
1: know, it's like I said, I mean, it's, they're not my type of Christmas movies, right. but I, I'm willing to soften on it and say it's, if, if, if uh, there, you know, if the majority wants to rule these certain movies, Christmas movies then go ahead. I mean, I'm not going to fight it anymore. I'm too tired. Right. I'm too tired of fighting about it and uh, it I, does
0: go back to that whole like everybody's different everybody's like sure. it, it's it's kind of stupid appearance. i
1: like like a like robin who's a who's a friend of mine from film club um he kind of told me today on a chat uh you know why don't you just not care like i do and i'm like <laughs> i do care it's like i'm sorry <laughs> i care so much ah you know you know and then, and yeah, then i started like, to think about that I'm got, like got, yeah, you know what, why do I, I care well it's kind I care? of,
0: i mean in a way it's kind of uh, everything comes back to Star Wars, as they say. Uh, we're a year out from The Last Jedi, and I, and I, and I, I can't argue about that movie anymore because it, it's getting us nowhere. I'm so sick
1: of talking about <laughs> it because we, li- we, we love the movie. Yeah. And, and but nobody it, likes this it, it's movie. It's very apparently.
0: difficult. In, I found out when it comes to arguing anything, politics, religion, whatever, um, it's really hard to convince the other side when it's clear that they are entrenched in their opinion. Yeah. And that can be about anything. Yeah. Uh, so I don't really I don't like to get in arguments about people when it comes to movies in general. You know, I mean, I I I lay out my points, they lay out their points. You know, like yeah. like me and Stephen, we have differences of opinion in movies sure. all the time. I and mean, we have different ratings for different movies. You know, our our top 10 of this year is probably going to be different. There may be some overlap, you know, I'll have some movies in my top 10 that he doesn't or vice versa. So, you know, it's all a of opinion. But what I really want to segue into is Kind of talking about some of our favorite, you know, holiday films, maybe films that we grew up with and, you know, films that have that nostalgia factor for us, like Steven is kind of hinting at.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, so for me, the one that's the go to uh, and, and this is a movie that has many different kind of iterations, uh, but this is my favorite iteration. And that is uh, the Bill Murray Scrooged film. Um, you know, of course, the Christmas Carol. It's, it's it's something that's been told. You know, the Muppets had a version. You know, it's been told a, 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 many times. And but Scrooge, Bill Murray, man, I, he's just my favorite Scrooge. I, you know, him him at the in the eighties. I think that movie actually came out at the end of the eighties, eighty nine. And he just, uh, just, it's just perfect, man. He, that that his comedy style, his com- comedy sensibilities, just really fit and you know, and of course they modernize it he's like a the he runs like a kind of a, uh, a a TV channel network that's putting on a version of the Christmas carol carol and he's you know obviously the embodiment of it in in my, in the modern times and he visits gets visited by three ghosts just like in the story and it's 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 different and it's it's just hilarious i love it and uh you know of course like christmas carol it has all the stuff you know where he's in this case, he's he's a former, uh, you know, lover or, or you know, a relationship he was in, uh, played by Carrie, Karen Allen. Um, you know, he kind of gets caught up in his work, and uh, he loses her during that process, you know. And they've been—15 years go by, and they hadn't seen each other. And then when the story picks up, he's, you know, sees her again, and it's kind of resparked a little bit in him to— try to get her back but it's good I I really love it I actually just we just had a Christmas party and watched it again and still great so
0: yeah that's actually what I didn't see until last year I would say I mean I've seen versions of the Christmas Carol before um the Muppet Christmas Carol I may have saw in theaters because I think it came out in like 1994 or so so I was like really really young at the time and I saw that I believe doesn't Michael Caine play Scrooge in that yeah, yeah, and then put Muppets when and the Muppets are yeah, yeah. the with them, you know Kermit the Frog and all that stuff. It's it that's that's a that's great. Um, for me, growing up, um, I and it's always been part of my yearly kind of tradition is um, a Charlie Brown Christmas, which is more old of a school, TV special, school. very old school. I believe came out in the '60s. You know, just classic, classic stuff. I've always been a humongous fan of Charlie Brown and the Peanuts and stuff like that um of course you know they're part of the whole the comic strip that was in the newspaper and stuff like that you know Snoopy Charlie Brown Linus Lucy all the gang they get together to uh, do a Christmas play you know the the famous you know nativity christmas play that's done every year in you know every christian church probably yeah. uh, around the world um and they and, and, and they get Charlie Brown to be kind of the director And they kind of. Nobody ever takes Charlie Brown really seriously. He's kind of a screw up, kind of a wishy washy guy. And they're always kind of crapping all over him in every facet and every holiday and everything, in every way. So he comes together and he decides that he's going to get a Christmas tree uh, for the Christmas play. And instead of getting one of these fake aluminum, big bright lights and all that stuff, he gets a real tree. But instead of getting a big real tree, he gets a small kind of dinky one that is kind of, you know, falling apart. It's not big and and the whole kind of moral of the story is that something of something like that has still has great value in it if you look at it from a certain perspective. And that's the one thing I've always loved about peanuts is that it's always been having huge adult themes being disguised in a in a in a in a medium meant for children, you know, animation, comics, things like that. And that's always been a big favorite of mine. Um, it's not very long. It's been out on DVD, VHS, Blu-ray. They just came out with it with it in 4K as well, which is kind of crazy uh, uh. to me because that animation is, you know, the old style yeah, hand-drawn yeah. animation. Um and it it's always been a big favorite of mine. And there's a bunch of other like kind of more uh kiddish themed stuff that I've always liked. Um like uh, Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer, which oh people, yeah the old, old claymation the old claymation yeah. stuff is great. You know, a Santa Claus is coming to town. You're Frosty, all that old stuff. Even the um, Doctor Seuss is How the Grinch Stole Christmas, yeah, uh, the old school one. Um and I'm a huge defender of I guess the new school one in the Jim Carrey one, which came out in two thousand, <laughs> which is now eighteen years old, if you can believe that. For those of you yeah, out there directed who watched by it.
1: Ron Howard.
0: Ron <laughs> Howard. <laughs> and it's an Oscar winning film. People don't know this. That movie wow. won an Oscar for best makeup by the great Rick Baker. Um it's a wild movie. I rewatched it the other night, and there are jokes in there that are gonna go way over people's heads especially children it's not really a children's movie it's kind of a grinch for adults but also has like you know general child you know morale themes in it. you know like you know don't bully don't bully kids they could grow up to hate the world stuff like that yeah yeah um steven what are some of your other favorites well of course
1: in our time home alone was a big deal uh mr mccully culkin which I love him because he's still such a, a great sport. He still makes these videos of him as an adult. Have you seen the ones, the recent adult ones he's done?
0: Yeah, there was one that just came out yesterday yes. or the day before yeah. where it's a, it's a Google ad for Google Home, and they're just reenacting parts of Home Alone, like him waking yeah. up and him eating and looking out a window and all that and ordering yeah, pizza and the like that. Yeah, I love, the, one he like I love the
1: other one he did where he's in the car with the dude. And he's just like talking about like all the shit that happened to him when he was a kid, and the dude's just like yeah. looking at him like he's fucking crazy <laughs>
0: there was just one done I don't know if people are aware uh, uh, aware of um um the angry video game nerd and his yeah. channel Cinemassacre. he just did a whole video of going over like all of the the home alone video games for like you know Super Nintendo and you know Sega Genesis and et cetera et cetera. And Macaulay Culkin was in the video with him pretending to be um, uh, a a pizza delivery guy. And the whole time it's like we all know that's Macaulay Culkin and the angry video game nerd like doesn't recognize him as, you know, the kid from the movie. And it's it's kind of a funny, you know, play on things like that. But he's, you know, it's a shame that he's kind of pigeonholed as only being Kevin McAllister from Home Alone. Yeah, you know, he He, he sometimes
1: does some stuff, but his brothers do more work, I think. Rory Culkin does more work. Yeah,
0: Rory Culkin and Kieran Culkin have been in other
1: yeah
0: uh, stuff. Yeah, um, it was
1: it wasn't um one of them. One of them was in Signs, wasn't Rory? Was it? Rory, uh, or was me, it no, is it the other one, the younger that's one.
0: That's a good question. It was in Signs. Yeah. Let me look it but up while you talk. Does
1: you can look at, it. but yeah, Home Alone's a classic for me. Even the second one, I, I I like them both. The first one's the classic. though. I mean, he gets left home alone. He he he, he kind of has an antagonistic relationship with his whole family
0: uh well they then, treat, they treat him like you know they know not treat well, yeah, him like he's, crap. A, he's the
1: runt of the family. he's the right. runt you know it's he, a
0: he, b- it's a big family i'm not part of a yeah, big yeah. family so i don't i didn't i never connected with him in that way but i kind of understood where he was coming from because yeah, he you felt, know he, he felt he like he around, was always le- he was pushed
1: around left behind and then so you know he kind of at the end of the night after a kind of a big argument He says, I wish they would all disappear. And then the next morning, they're supposed to head out to go overseas, go to France, I think. Um, That's the
0: second. Oh, no, that's the second second
1: one. one. They're going to Florida in the first one. Or was it
0: it vice versa? Now I don't remember.
1: You know what? I'm going to say it's Florida in the first one.
0: Yeah, it's Florida in the. I thought it was Florida in the second. No, it's fl-
1: it's Florida in the first one. Because I remember that neighbor it kid that they accidentally at They go to France in hand? the second one. Yeah, and they remember they go talk from there in the hotel. It's oh, Florida yeah, in the first right. um, one. Okay. So yeah, so he you know they they wake up late. The power goes out during the middle of the night, so they're late. So they're all in a rush and they leave without him because he's up in the in the attic by himself because he 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 doesn't want to be around anybody. Um, so they leave him behind. He thinks he made him disappear through some kind of. Miracle of Christmas, and uh, so then you know he tries to go on and do his things by itself, and, and 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 this is why you know people like to go at this movie as a as kind of a argument why Die Hard is also a Christmas movie, and you know they're like, well, Home Alone's not a Christmas movie; it's basically Die Hard with a kid, you know, and I'm like, well, <laughs> sure, there's some fun, there's some parts of it that, that that match up that way, but I think I think that this movie obviously is 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 it's obviously aesthetically more Christmas. It's there's snow, there's Christmas decorations like almost all over this whole movie. Um, but it's second a, to that,
0: it's also kind of a darker type movie. I mean, the, oh, it's uh, dark. No, it does. Yeah.
1: And like I said, the, and to, in that in that sense, it does match up with Die Hard. But I think that the, the, the message is pushed home about family and togetherness a lot more in this movie because. He wishes his family to leave, and and as the movie goes on, he realizes he, he misses, misses his them. family, Right, and, and then they, they finally come back. Yeah. yeah, the
0: family tries like heck to get back to him. Um, You were right. The first film does – they do go to Paris. I just remember that kid – Oh, wait. With,
1: no, you mean Miami, yeah. right?
0: No, they go to Paris. Um, oh, they on, do? Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm on the Wikipedia. It's like a Macalester well, family damn. is preparing to spend Christmas in Paris. The reason why I remember um, they go to Paris in the first movie is because the second movie um, – um, they. Uh, they mentioned something about... The thing about,
1: is, is the first movie, uh, the two movies how, are... They're the sa- same plot. It's the same plot. The, <laughs>
0: first, the first movie, I remember them going to Paris because the the neighbor kid that they accidentally count as Kevin... Yeah, that
1: annoying kid that's basically He, he, he goes, Culkin. you know,
0: bring me back something French. You know what bring I mean? Bring me he back yells, something French! Yeah, he yells. And then the second movie, when... His parents find him in New York. They go to you know Rockefeller Center where the tree is yeah. because they know Kevin. I guess likes you know Christmas trees and in Florida they guess don't have Christmas trees, which I think is kind of BS. They probably have them shipped in, but whatever. Probably. I mean, you can't grow them down there. The weather's too warm or whatnot. Sure. Um, yeah. And and that, and you were right about it, it's Rory Culkin that was in Signs.
1: Okay, I think yeah, Kieran yeah.
0: And Culkin was in Scott Pilgrim vs. the World.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I lo- I loved him. I loved him in that. Carrie Culkin in that, in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, he's
0: great. Yeah. He's great.
1: But, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I, Home Alone's I, a classic for me. It's, it's a classic. It's one.
0: And it's, of course,
1: Joe Joe Pesci and was it oh, David yeah. Stern? Daniel,
0: yeah, Daniel Stern.
1: Daniel Stern, yeah. yeah.
0: He is, yeah, those two guys together are great. And I'm pretty sure, I mean, I think I've read this or people have told me this where, you know, Joe, Pe- they had to stop Joe Pesci so many times from swearing. You have to do so many takes over yeah. because, like, he was used to being in Scorsese films, adult and, films. Yeah, you know, you know, like Raging Bull and Goodfellas, where he could just swear up a storm. And you know, this is a PG, you know, kids movie directed by kind of the guy who has made a career doing like you know PG family Great movie. family. He's a, he's a great Colu- family movie director. Chris Columbus,
1: you know what yeah, I mean? Chris Columbus he's, he's done this Mrs. Doubtfire, uh, the first two Harry Potters, the first he's, two Harry Potter great. movies. Yeah. yeah, He's great.
0: He, he, and he's still working on stuff. I think he just yeah, had oh, some yeah. deal with Netflix to make stuff. Um another film that I that I really enjoy um, as I've gotten older, I think I you have to mention it. I think as just um you know, as classic film buffs that we are, um, and that is It's a Wonderful Life. You know, It's a Wonderful Life is actually an an interesting movie because it it is considered a Christmas, you know, classic movie, but the the only thing that's really remembered about it is its Christmas aspects to it, its holiday aspects, where at the end of the movie, on Christmas, you know, he's visited by an angel that, you know, shows him a world, shows uh, Jimmy Stewart a world... Uh, without him you know what i mean and how bad things would be if had he never lived and stuff like that yeah and it's a movie that is just you know an all-time classic they play it every single year um he- I think it may be a movie we need to do a spotlight on one day because I think there's more to it than just those aspects. Well, yeah, I mean, it, I, mean, I mean, it's
1: directed by the great Frank Crap- Capra. Yeah, it's you know, directed I'd by the, the great
0: Frank Capra, you know, and it was nominated for five Oscars. It stars Jimmy Stewart and I believe Donna, yeah, Donna Reed, Lionel Barrymore is in it as, the, you know, the evil Mr. Potter. But what is interesting about the movie is that it predominantly has nothing to do with the holidays or Christmas at all. It's only that one segment in the third act that people remember. The rest of the movie is kind of just a character journey for Jimmy Ah. Stewart and how he's, you know, constantly putting um, his family and his town and things in front of him while he's putting off, you know, living his life and kind of living these big dreams that he had. And it's really just fantastic. I think Jimmy Stewart's just one of the best, you know, Actors of all time. Um, For those of you not familiar with the plot, you know, Jimmy Stewart plays the character of George Bailey, lives in a small town, and he basically, his family owns the local, it's not a bank, it's kind of like a credit union or a local trust or something like that. And what happens is, is his, his brother is supposed to take it over and he's supposed to go to college. And what happens is his brother ends up getting married and has a job someplace else in a life someplace else, so he has to stay and kind of take over the family business and put off all of his dreams, and it's just a fantastic movie. Definitely watch it if you haven't. You know, it's black and white. Don't watch the colorized version, don't, which God, is blasphemous. No. Blasphemous. I don't know what why they're doing that to old black and white stuff, giving it color when the coloring, coloring of old black and white stuff really doesn't do anything for it. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. like... This stuff was supposed to be in Technicolor. They had color at the time. Color goes all the way back to, like, the silent era. They technically had color. So it's really – if they wanted it, they would have made it that way or whatever. So don't do that. So don't go that way. (laughs) Don't
1: don't, don't do it. Don't do that. Get away from it. Get away from it. Yeah. I I, I, I was going to say real quick, a good comparison to a recent film that kind of fits that same kind of criteria is Green Book. Green Book – um, is it is a new film uh, that just came out by Peter Farley, and um, has uh, Mersha Ali I can't say his name. Um, laugh at me, people, because I can't say it. But um, uh-huh. and Viga Mortensen, and uh, it 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 is kind of being talked about as a Christmas movie because by the end of the movie it is Christmas and and all the themes are there. You know, it's about a friendship and and about you know togetherness and all that stuff. So it. it that kind of compares to that movie where it doesn't necessarily talk about the holidays or spend a lot of time in the holidays, but there at the end of the movie, it kind of makes its way around to Christmas. So. Right,
0: and I mean – and we have other – there's other classics that I think I just want to mention. Um, a Christmas Story, which is played on a 24-hour loop pretty much every Christmas yeah, on this some people. Yeah, I've kind
1: of gotten sick of to be I, honest.
0: I'm kind of – I'm not sick of it, but it's like – all right season. we get it i mean they made like a straight to dvd sequel a few years ago that that nobody watched okay. and i heard was complete <laughs> trash and i'm like you know it didn't need a sequel that's why yeah. um a movie, another movie that's kind of a sequel in a franchise that really doesn't have much continuity in it is national lampoon's christmas vacation another all-time classic um that movie, that franchise is just weird with continuity. Well, let movie.
1: me let me tell you this. This is kind of another hot take. I'm not a huge fan of this movie, Ooh, um, and I hot. think part of it is because I've never been a fan of Chevy Chase. Really, right? Um, I I find him to be maybe it's because I know that in real life he's kind of a douche. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably
0: apparently, he's a complete asshole in real
1: life. Yeah, and and I think it comes off in his comedy. Now that I know that he's like that, he's kind of an ass outside of. It makes me think that every time he says something, that he's he's just an ass. Um, <laughs> and I just I can't look past it. I don't know why. Maybe, maybe one day I'll get over it. But it's it's for some reason I I, I when he's in a movie he just never works for me, and and it right. kind of brings that movie down. I do like Randy Quaid in that movie. He's oh, he's always funny.
0: Randy Quaid as uh the crazy uncle is yeah. is, is kind of steals every single. Yeah. Uh, National Lampoon, I mean, know, sure, vacation He steals.
1: And... He steals Independence Day.
0: I mean... <laughs> oh yeah, we all steal. Him, <laughs> of course, it's 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 interesting that you say that because Randy Quaid in real life is apparently quite. Oh, he's apparently
1: uh, freaking nuts.
0: Apparently, he's a little a little has a few screws loose yeah, upstairs. But, but but
1: yeah, I mean, I, I'm not I'm not a I'm not a I mean people. Love that movie. And, and, and it's right. fine, but it's never been one of my favorites.
0: I think it's funny. I, I, I do like those movies a lot. Yet again, people don't realize that those movies outside of the way of um, actually, yeah, this is they were all the first two I know were rated R. And yeah, the, yeah. And yeah. I think the only, I think National Lampoons is the one that's not. Christmas Vacation is the one that's not. And I know Vegas Vacation doesn't have the National Lampoons moniker in front of it. Um, which is very interesting to me, yeah. That Christmas Vacation was PG thirteen. I actually saw Vegas Vacation in the theater with my family when I was a, a kid, oh. back in ninety seven. And yeah, you know Vegas Vacation was PG. So they went from PG thirteen down to PG. They really Jeez. were
1: trying to get a wider audience. Yeah, there talk about taking an
0: R rated franchise originally and then watering it down. Yeah, really. for money. I guess. Yeah, because that's what hey. people do.
1: Yeah, another one that was kind of a classic or I I say it's a classic now, you know, now that I'm older, is uh the first uh Tim Allen uh Santa Claus movie. I know
0: I know you like that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Watched I watched it, like it a lot it. as a kid.
1: Yeah, I did. It, it was it, it just Tim Allen and I think even till even today I think he's really a really good comedic actor. Um and you know, whether it's, you know, home improvement or He's got his show now that finally, I think, came back with a different network. I can't remember what it's called, but I do like the show. Um, Is it it
0: Last Man Standing?
1: Last Man Standing, that's it. And uh, I just always thought he's a very likable actor. And uh, so he's in this movie where he, you know, Santa Claus visits. You know, he's he's kind of a non-believer. His son, of course, is young and he believes. And, you know, it's Christmas Eve and it's the night. And he... The kid hears something on the roof, and he sees Santa Claus on the roof, and uh, Tim Allen fo- follows his son outside, and ba- basically they scare Santa Claus, and he falls off the roof, and, <laughs> and yeah, so Santa Claus dies, yeah, and uh, it's, so it's somebody has here. to, yeah, somebody has to take over the mantle, and since Tim Allen is basically the closest, and he puts on the suit, once you put on the suit, you're kind of screwed, so he put on he puts <coughs> on the suit, and it basically takes him over, kind of like the mask in the way. <laughs> the, the mask takes him over, you know. So then he he just has to become Santa Claus. You know? And it goes on the whole adventure. They go to the North Pole. You have the reindeer who are all kind of quirky in their own way. It's fun. It's really fun. Uh, the sequels get worse and worse I, um, for I've me. I've
0: never seen any of the sequels. The, the second one's
1: okay, and then the third one to me is just r- stupid. It's got like a... I, Paulie, I think Paulie Shore plays like Jack Frost or something. Um, and then there's like a toy version of santa claus played also by tim allen to like take santa claus's place while he goes and deals with something else in the plot it's it's kind of stupid but but the first one to me is classic and i I, I still like it today
0: and i know i mean transitioning from that um into another kind of you know funny man comedian in general um elf a lot of people love with will yeah, Farrell. i like
1: i like that one
0: that's becoming um a, James a, a classic every year zoe is in the movie um we also have uh you know older classic movies like white christmas or holiday inn although i will warn people in holiday inn there is a a blackface sequence that Almost destroys the whole movie.
1: Nothing says Christmas like racism.
0: <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> and you have, and of course you have things like, I mean, the nightmare, the nightmare before Christmas is both a Christmas movie and a Halloween movie to many people. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, that it can go both ways. That's another one that doesn't really fit quite within any particular definition. Yeah. Um I mean, you have, and you also have the classic. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger jingle all the oh, way. Dude, which you're speaking, I you're speaking a my lot. language. I watched you're that movie millennium. over and over again. Could, um, interestingly it's enough, Turbo my, Time. Turbo Time. My mother loves that movie. That's a movie made for like moms. I don't know why. Well, I, it, I mean, she,
1: look, this was a time when Arnold Schwarzenegger was kind of transitioning into doing more family-oriented stuff. Some more, some comedies. You know, he did Twins in like the right. '80s. And then he did like, you know, he did Kindergarten Cop, I think right around this time. And then he did, um, then he did this movie and you know had Sinbad and Sinbad was like a big deal in the nineties, man. If you didn't, if you didn't grow up in the nineties, you didn't understand Sinbad was like, he was everywhere. You know, he, yeah. was, he was like, had like a, I think he had like a TV show he, did. he and, did and then he did, then he had all these movies. He had this, he had the first kid where he was like protecting oh, yeah. the president's son. Yeah, he
0: was like, yep. Yeah. And he also had a house guest house so, guest yeah, I'm pretty yeah sure that yeah. was him where he like, that
1: one it was him in um in uh phil hartman
0: yeah i think it was yeah. where he pretended to be like somebody his, else fr- that, his
1: friend from back in the di- like in school days yeah it was he, supposed to, yeah yeah and
0: like phil hartman like didn't like really like recognize him so he just played he wasn't really he was like,
1: sure <laughs> so he was, he's like too nice of a guy so he didn't like yeah. say no he's not my friend
0: <laughs> yeah and i'm pretty sure like he he also like like, he was trying to get away from, like, Lone Sharks or something like that. Yeah, he, was, like he that. was in
1: trouble from so much, so he's hiding out in this town with this guy. He's pretending to be his friend. Yeah, it, I, I like the
0: movie. It, uh, also, am I the only one pleasure. who watched Ernest Saves Christmas a lot as a kid as well? Yeah. Um, you know, if you don't remember who Ernest was, played by the late Jim Varney, I believe he has passed away. He was the voice yeah. of the Slinky Dog in Toy Story. Yeah. Which yeah. They, they replaced because uh, he had passed away. They replaced his voice in the last movie. Uh, you know, they got a new person to do the voice, but, you know, Ernest was kind of this, I don't know, this gullible do-gooder guy who they made, I think he started off, they had like a short-lived TV series, then he had just a bunch of like these, these movies that were all themed, like Ernest Goes to the Army yeah. or Ernest... You know, saves Christmas or Ernest scared stupid, which was Halloween, yeah. or Ernest like he's, he's like running a uh, like a summer camp or whatever, and it's just him doing like wacky stuff for like for yeah. Let, let me
1: bring up let me bring up a bad Christmas or there one that I don't remember liking. Jack Frost, remember Jack Frost with, Is that Ke- the Michael, with Keaton? Mi- Michael Keaton? Yeah, yeah. Where he becomes a snowman.
0: Oh man, <laughs> what a movie! <laughs> I, don't, I,
1: don't, I think if Michael Keaton could go back, he would probably like. It's it's like his Garfield for Bill Murray, like 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 why did I do that movie where I became a snowman?
0: Thing is, you say that, but they made two Garfield movies, so I mean, with Bill Murray, with Bill Murray, I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah, you sure? Also, there are also two Jack Frost movies. Actually, there are three Jack Frost movies.
1: He only did the first one. There's he couldn't one. Have
0: done well, it. I mean, I mean, there are three movies with the same title. Yeah, named Jack yeah, Frost. Yeah, yeah. They're not in a the series. There's the one that Stephen's talking about with Michael Keaton. Uh, there's the Jack Frost, uh, the horror movie, which came out in 97, yeah. and then there's the, the Jack Frost, the classic, you know, animated um, thing and wh- from And while, we, while you, just,
1: you bring up the horror, horror genre, th- right. there is the Krampus, which is a pretty Krampus. recent one, which I, mean, I we just watched that movie. That movie is fucking nuts.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm getting a little bit explicit. I'm saying a lot of
1: F-bombs in this uh, more RV than is usual.
0: P- isn't that movie but, like PG-13?
1: No, I think it's right. It, it has to be. I don't know. That movie's crazy.
0: Yeah, the guy who did that, I who directed that film, also directed. Uh, I believe he's directing the new Godzilla movie, Michael. Yeah. Mickey Doherty. Yeah, yeah. He also directed Trick or Treat, which is a great film.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um,
0: and he, yeah, he definitely is doing the new Godzilla. He did Krampus. Um, oh. I heard they're doing a Trick or Treat too. So I, I can't, I can't I wait so, for man. that. I,
1: I like the first. Yeah, one.
0: Krampus, Krampus is PG thirteen. oh it is
1: wow maybe because they're inanimate objects and it's like i'm sure there's human characters but they're the things that are being killed are like gingerbread men and like these weird creatures that are being created if if there's
0: no blood or no nudity or no swearing pg-13 or
1: it's 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 i'm telling you guys that's one to check out it's 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 nuts the creature, the creatures are cool in the There's some interesting creatures that are made in that movie.
0: Yeah, you also have movies like you know Silent Night, Deadly Night, yeah, which I think there's a couple of movies in that. As you franchise said, Black, as well. Christmas. Black Christmas, yeah, Black Christmas, which which is actually really good. People should really check that out. Um, another movie that kind of goes both ways for some, and that is the Polar Express, the D- Robert yeah, Zemeckis yeah, yeah. film, because I've heard both. Some people uh, love it, and some people hate it. And I'll say this though about it. Robert Zemeckis was ahead of his time when it came to what he was trying to do with, you know, with three D CGI and you know emulating real people using CGI. But the technology wasn't there. He for He never it. really got it wasn't there. there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you remember his Beowulf film where he was trying to do like yeah. motion cap performance capture? It perform- was it
1: was it was the eyes. He could never get the eyes right. And yeah. it's the
0: people just look too fake. They look they look, they, they look,
1: look dead eyed. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They just. It does it, it? The tech wasn't there for it yet.
1: No, no. I mean, but what, yeah, I mean, Polar Express is one that's like I think it's very much got the 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 feeling of Christmas all through right. it. Like it, but but it feels it almost feels like a storybook come to life. Like yes. it's like well,
0: it literally is. Was yeah,
1: a yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. I it mean, they really he really captured that. I think that's why it's become a classic. Um, and you know, there's one there's one that comes up that. I, this might even have been a Hallmark Christmas movie, which if I watched all the movies, then we could, that would be a whole episode right there because Hallmark always puts out like a Christmas movie. Oh, they year. put
0: out like hundreds of them this year. Yeah, yeah.
1: But there's one that that was like kind of like a, I don't know if it was a Hallmark or it was like a B movie or just a TV movie. It's called Prancer. I don't know if you've ever seen Prancer. I have not. Um, which literally, it was like kind of like a, like a, where, you know, Prancer, of course the reindeer of Santa Claus kind of strays away from the pack uh, and gets hit like in the story like a family is like you know I guess having a hard time I don't really remember all the details but basically they hit Prancer with their car you know and then they take him in and mend him and it's like a family kind of a boy and his dog type of movie but with Prancer <laughs> and I got uh, you. it used to be when I I used to I really I I owned the DVD. I found it randomly one day, so it's like one of them things you would never find. But you were like going through a bin at like like some like department store, and there it was. And I I was like, shit, I'll get that for two dollars. Sounds
0: so, yeah, s- yeah. sounds uh, sounds very hallmarky. Definitely, definitely does. It is.
1: I haven't watched it yet. So right. I, I, mean, I, mean, I did. I should try to watch it and see if it still holds up.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, there, another kind of, I mean, I'm always into talking about the classics. Um, the movie called The Bishop's Wife with I Haven't seen that Cary Grant I haven't seen and David Niven and Loretta Young uh, came out in 1947. Um, many people are probably familiar with its more recent remake, The Preacher's Wife with Denzel Washington and Whitney Houston, I believe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a remake, yeah. you know, an angel comes uh, from heaven and helps out, you know, yeah. you know, in the original was a bishop and this one, it's a, it's a preacher. Um, uh, the angel in the bishop's wife is portrayed by Cary Grant, apropos, I guess. And I believe the angel in the preacher's wife is portrayed by Denzel Washington. So it's, Kind of, you know, as I said, a a remake. Uh, Something we didn't talk about, which is also that had a remake in the 90s, coincidentally around the same time, is uh, Miracle on 34th Street. Yeah, yeah. Um, The original uh, came out, I want to say, sometime in the 1940s, um, and it starred a young, young Natalie Wood, um, also... Uh, Maureen O'Hara, who just recently passed away, Thelma Ritter, who was a great character actor. Yeah, it came out in 1947. And of course, we had the one in the 90s, which uh, starred uh, Mara Wilson, who was um, a really young actress, uh, kid actress in the 90s, uh, also starring Richard Attenborough and yeah. Dylan McDermott. And I couldn't remember who the woman, the, the mother was. Um, She was in uh, Elizabeth Perkins, she was in um, Big. She was in Big. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of which, you know, uh, Penny Marshall just passed away. Uh, oh, thanks that? for
1: bringing that. No, I'm just kidding. Well, I'm not just saying, <laughs> yeah, I just, no, I it's, yeah, Elizabeth it's...
0: Perkins, Big. Well, we already talked about, you know, you know, Yeah, Penny Marshall, man, like I love.
1: Pen- I loved, I love some, a, yeah. a few of, I've only seen a few of her movies. Uh, but well,
0: League of Their Owns.
1: League of Their well Owns is my now. favorite.
0: Yeah. Right. And, you know, of course, Big with Tom Hanks. Uh, yeah, she was mostly known for kind of her TV work and her uh Gary Marshall. Shirley, yeah, Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. You know, she was Laverne. and Laverne and Shirley. Yeah, she'll We dearly missed. She's a really, really funny woman. Just hilarious. Also a, a multi-talented writer, director, actor. Um, comedian. Oh, she was a comedian. Yeah, comedian. Yeah, that's what yeah. I meant. Um, let's see. Oh, another big one. And I don't even know. And this one comes up. Every year, Love Actually. And I know. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah. And I, Stephen, have you seen Love Actually? I have I not seen have. it. I've
1: heard about it. I've heard about it for you. It's one of the ones that people are like, you got to
0: watch Love Actually.
1: And I'm like, do I really <laughs> actually have to watch Love Actually? Well, it's no, done by, but, I mean, uh,
0: what's his name, who makes some of the most emotionally manipulative movies you'll ever go Colin to see. Colin no, no, no. Oh, the, you mean the director. the director, Rob Marshall? No, no, no. It's, uh, <laughs> what's his? It's, uh, Richard oh, Curtis. Oh, Gary.
1: Get, Okay, I was gonna say Gary Marshall was the other one.
0: Yeah, Richard Curtis does kind of those types of movies where yeah. you know he he's he's jerking you around and getting you to be in a an emotional state. He did that movie about time, which came out a few years oh, ago. I, but I love that. And movie. I actually really like that movie. He got yeah, me. He got me. I, crying he got me in that movie. one, buddy. Oh, you got me. <laughs> you, you 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 bad son of guy. Me. You son, son of a bitch. Um, I've already said yeah. the f word a bunch of times. Yeah. <laughs> but Love Actually is an all-time classic for many, many people. Um, it's yet again one of those movies that the Christmas aspect is kind of one small aspect to it that happens towards the end. The rest yeah. of it is kind of a multi-character vignette journey. And, you know, some of them, you know, meet up, uh, connect with each other towards the end and whatnot. You know, yeah. it's it's a, considered a romantic comedy. and
1: hey, I— I guess Toy Story is a Christmas movie because oh, the last scene in Toy Story is Christmas.
0: <laughs> I I guess that movie could be whatever it wants. No, it's not. I don't I don't consider Toy Story <laughs> Christmas. I mean, I guess
1: there are about toys. Right. I mean, which is a big deal in Christmas, but I don't no, I don't consider it.
0: Yeah, I mean the uh Love actually, you know, stars Bill Nighy, Colin Firth, Liam Neeson's in it, Emma Thompson is in it. Great, um, great cast. Martin yeah. Freeman's in it. Martin Freeman is in it and he he's playing. Uh, I think he's like a stand-in for like sex scenes or something or something. It's something to do with either sex scenes in a movie or pornography or something like that. And he's trying to have a romance with like the other standee for the woman. It's really great. Chiwetel Ejiofor's is in the movie. Um, Andrew Lincoln's in the movie, Kara Knightley. It's that famous scene that's been turned into a million memes with Andrew Lincoln holding up the postcards with the, um, with saying, you know, you know, to me, you're perfect and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it, it, and, in. In, in context in the movie, it kind of has a different meaning than I think a lot of people realize. Um, I don't want to give it away if anybody hasn't seen the movie. It's just one aspect it yet, of the man. movie. Jesus. It's one aspect. Uh, but yeah, that's a movie that everybody... Uh, you know, watches every year. If you've seen like the poster, it's it has like a bow on it to be wrapped like a present. Um, they re-released a Blu-ray edition a couple of years ago that had a Christmas ornament that came with it to put on your tree. I mean, they were really selling it. They were really selling. Jesus that movie. Christ!
1: It's like this year with Die Hard, where they
0: <laughs> oh they exclusively
1: did. put out like a ho 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 sweater over top of the Die Hard jesus christ yeah
0: it's the same disc they've been selling for a long time they just repackaged it with the new they've repackaged
1: cover. die hard more a than lot. almost anything i've ever seen i'll say up that, there uh, up there with yeah. with with harry potter and oh my and, goodness yeah i'll I mean, say
0: like 20th century fox you, you know or fox who puts out die hard they repackage their movies more than i think anybody x-men else x-men
1: does. gets repackaged like every, oh my, every couple months, months.
0: Yeah. Uh, th- how many times? <laughs> how many different editions of Star Wars have been put out on DVD in the last fifteen uh, they're starting, years? They're a starting, lot.
1: Do do they put out uh, John Wick? Maybe. maybe no. No. Nah, I don't I think know. I'd Summit. Have to look. But Wait, but, I but yeah, the, I feel like I'm seeing a lot of different John Wick versions too. But yeah, dude, Fox is crazy about re-releases. Um,
0: yeah, they talk about overselling things. Yeah. Uh, and, uh that's pretty much a lot of. I mean, there are other outliers. I, yeah. going there through there a lot are. Of there's
1: ones. some. There there's some forgettable ones, like Four Christmases. I think is the oh, name of like, one.
0: Uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Christmas
1: Fre- with the Cranks. Fred Claus. Like Fred you know? Claus, which is okay and fine, but it's it's kind of forgettable. To I'm actually. Um, uh,
0: uh, yeah, uh, you mentioned Four Christmases, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. For some reason, I'm that looking... has
1: what Reese Witherspoon in it. And, yeah. And, mm.
0: yeah. I, yeah. Is that the one with? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, where they go, they're to go to like four Christmases in like one day or some nonsense. Yeah, um, what's
1: the, girl, uh, what's the one with Matthew McConaughey, a Ghost of Girlfriend's Past, oh, and that like set yeah. at Christmas? Talk
0: about a Christmas Carol. Yeah.
1: <laughs> a movie oh that, man, that was like right at the end of the McConaughey like chick flick phase, right. and then he like right after that he started doing like serious movies.
0: Have you ever
1: started? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie The Ref with uh, Dennis Leary and? A uh, yes, J.K. Yes, Simmons, yes, Kevin Spacey. Yes. That takes place on Christmas. Um, again, yeah, that's kind of kind one of like, kind
1: of kind of, people consider, yeah. kind of
0: a darker, you know, it's a darker movie. Um, but it, it does take place around, basically, Dennis Leary's like a, doesn't he, like, basically, like, hold a family hostage during Christmas or something yeah. like that? And then like, but they have all kind of, like, inter-family, like, squabbles and problems, and he's like, oh, yeah. my gosh, you people are crazy. <laughs> you know, it's uh, another one that I really like, which is considered a holiday movie, is The Shop Around the Corner, with another James Stewart. It's another—I want to say it's another Frank Capra movie. Um, I have to look it up, but it's—it's it's basically if you know the movie, you've got mail. Is a remake of The Shop Around the Corner. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the what is interesting about that is I consider. Tom Hanks, the modern-day Jimmy Stewart anyways. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I would agree with that. you know, yeah. kind of the Swiss Army man. The everyman. Actually, yeah. The Shop Around the know. Corner was directed by Ernst Lubitsch. At, oh, okay. Yeah, different director than Frank Capra, 1940. D- yes,
1: different, definitely. <laughs> it, it,
0: it has that same premise, you know, uh, two, two people that kind of can't, like, don't have a great relationship, but they, they're secretly kind of in love with each other. Or, yeah. you know, that's kind of how You've Got Mail goes. You've Got Mail is a great, great movie if people haven't seen it yet. Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks are a great on-screen pair. They were in several movies together. Uh, I recently went through, like, a Tom Hanks-Meg Ryan watch-through because I hadn't seen a lot of their stuff. And they were just they were just a delightful pair.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, I I think we, we 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 covered a lot of ground there. We we talked about a lot of Christmas movies, so I mean, it, this might have sparked some interest to to you know check out some of these ones you maybe nev- never seen. Uh, uh, you know, guys, ha, you know, I guess if you're gonna talk about and have these discussions, these arguments about what's Christmas movies, not Christmas, just do it in a nice way. I'm right. done arguing. I, I'm I'm being that this is my podcast this is where i'm leaving it i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue it anymore i've give it up um because it's not worth it because i don't want to be stressed out about it every year uh i will not watch die hard at christmas time i can watch don't lie to yourself i'm not it's something i watch when i feel like watching it because i mean once again if an argument point it came out in july guys it didn't even come out at christmas time um but uh, yeah, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a movie that can, you can watch all year round. It, it, that's the, what I'll say about it, but just, you know, remember, everybody's got their own opinion. Don't, don't be mean to each other. Right. This is, we're talking about Christmas movies here. We should be being nice to each other. That's and, true. uh, yeah, let's also, just, uh,
0: yeah. Also, yeah. I, want, I want to say if we didn't mention one of your favorite, uh, holiday movies, um, sorry, I, didn't I? We just I'm
1: not about sorry. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. No. I'm I mean, kidding. I just.
0: I don't want to. Uh, I, I don't that. know
1: how we could have missed anything. I mean, there unless, unless probably
0: are certain classics that we. Missed unless they and like
1: love the hallmark ones that we did. Not yeah, talk I'll about.
0: say this: the hallmark ones. If you love them, you love them. Anything. If you with, don't, uh, don't. Melissa Joan I, you know, Hart in it. <laughs> I mean, I'll say this though: all those actors who are in it. Hey, they're They're getting work. They're getting, they're getting, getting paid, a paycheck. They're getting. Do it. They're getting. You know, if they're getting. Their careers further pushed forward through it. You know what we hey, didn't do mention? Do whatever you can. You know, you you know can. what we didn't
1: mention? I bet you Medea has a Christmas movie. We oh, didn't I, bo- I
0: believe Medea sure has a Christmas movie. I'm sure she movie. did a Christmas movie. Oh, my movie. goodness. We can't forget this. You can't forget oh, Medea. man. But yeah, A Medea <laughs> Christ- Christmas came out in yeah, 2013. Yeah. I did
1: not see it, but I'm I'm, <laughs> I, I'm sure I wouldn't like it because I'm not a fan of the, the franchise. I mean, but um, yeah.
0: Yet again, if you're a fan of Medea, I've had it.
1: I hope you liked it. Um, But that's going to be it for this uh, very Christmassy episode of the Cinema Discovery Project. Yeah. Um, We hope you enjoyed our our, our rants on Christmas movies. Uh, Where can we find you, uh, Mr. Cabral? Uh,
0: You can find me on Twitter at Cabzilla06, as well as my YouTube channel, Cabzilla Productions.
1: And you can find me on Facebook, Stephen Billings. Uh, Also, you can find... The show on uh, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, find you know you can listen to it through iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and that's gonna be it. Um, I think we got one more episode to finish out the year, and it's gonna be a doozy. I'll go ahead and tell you now. We are gonna talk Schindler's List. Ooh, uh, Schindler's yeah. List. Uh, it is getting its thirtieth, an- no, twenty-fifth anniversary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twenty-fifth anniversary. Uh, directed by Steven Spielberg. Uh, he won his, directing, uh, his first directing Oscar. It won Best Picture. We're going to get all into that, in the next episode will be our third spotlight. So um, with that said, hey, keep on watching them movies.
0: I know I will.